0: Hello, ambush, and welcome to this episode of the Desert Tiger Podcast. Here with me, your host, Colton G. And today on the show, we are joined by country music singer-songwriter, AJ. As we dive behind AJ's brand new single, Growing Up. And of course, we also dive into the decision to sort of shift personas because some of you may know AJ as her time as AJ Jardine, a member of the Jardines who has been a veteran of the music industry for quite some time, but it was about the end of 2019, the beginning of 2020, that AJ decided it was time to make a little bit of a shift, not just in persona, but also in the songs she was writing the way that she was presenting them into the world so we talk about the decision behind that shift as well as the tracks that have come out of it with the first track glorious disaster a track that i am very very much enjoying and of course i also very big fan of this new track growing up which also seems to sort of have her connect With some older pieces of herself as well. You know, a little bit of reminiscing. So all of this and oh so much more here on today's episode of the DTP. And it's all brought to you by DesertTigerMerch.com where you go to cop yourself something to represent and support the show. And the best part about it is checking out the web store is a furry, so head on over to deserttigermerch.com and now that you know who the show is brought to you by and now that you know who our guest is it's time that aj herself tells you a little bit about growing up so let's go the desert tiger podcast
1: All right, Ambush, we are here with award-winning singer, songwriter, and country musician, A.J. How is it going today, A.J.?
2: I'm, I'm doing well, thank you. How are you?
1: Doing very good. Having a fantastic day. Always good to have a wonderful artist with fantastic energy on the other side of the line. So very excited for today's chat.
2: Amazing. I'm happy to be here.
1: Ooh, ooh. Well, good to hear. And of course, I do want to jump into things because you released a new single recently. But before we get to that new single, I want to lay a little bit of a foundation for the fans, for the listeners here. Because you've been in the music industry for quite some time as a part of a family band, going and breaking out on into your own. And in 2020 and recently here, you sort of made a little bit of a shift in persona after releasing some demos as AJ Jardine. we moved forward as AJ. So what brought on sort of that shift in persona and did with it, did it bring a little bit of a shift with energy?
2: That's it. That's a really good first question. Got, that's, that's a great way to kick things off because it's it's true. Like the, um, I think this year really has hit everybody in different ways. You know, it's everyone kind of went, th- went through it, went through the ringer, so to speak. And my experience has been a lot of tuning into what it is that feels good to me musically, what resonates with me and really getting back to the core of what do I want to say as an artist and how do I want to impact the people who are listening to my music? And it came with a lot of unexpected free time to evaluate and I guess turn inwards and then just write and just write freely. And through that process came some really beautiful Friendships with people like Joni Delaurier, who I wrote growing up with, and and really starting to connect to what feels good and what sounds good to me, and you know all of the music that I've created throughout my whole life has always been different aspects of myself, but it's I've started to really embrace the process of life itself that that life is a journey and such is these musical moments that we have as as artists. And they're almost these different timestamps. So, you know, when you're 20, you're gonna be writing and singing about different things than when you're 25 and then when you're 28 and then when you're 30 and and onward. And so it felt like a really good time to create a shift you know, just really get back to what I love most, which is songwriting. And so it has been a really cool experience to go through and then also observe within myself of, oh, I I love storytelling and I love, you know, honesty. And I as I look to different artists that I love listening to, I noticed that there is a common thread that Okay, they're all just telling the truth as it is, you know, because life is messy and life is confusing and it doesn't make sense. And then it does make sense and you have these wins and these beautiful gifts and and my new direction is is uh the attempt or the intention of, you know, embodying all that comes with life because we're all experiencing heartbreak and wins and loss and and you know joy and so being able to find what it is that connects all of us and then just let people hear it is really what what encompassed this whole persona shift and and really that it is just another extension of life and just who who i am and what i want to say
1: wow wow so a shift in persona, but also a shift in perspective, like you say, because over time, it's we have, like you say, wins, losses, and we learn from our experiences. And as we grow as people, obviously, like as artists, we grow as songwriters, we grow as well. And then, but in that time too, sometimes when you get older, you kind of become a little more retrospective, a little more reflective. So, like, At the exact same time, while growing up, reconnecting with pieces of yourself, those things that maybe along the way you lost or put down because, well, this is where the industry is going or this is what like this is what's hot right now in music or whatever it happens to be because somebody told you something to do or like. Oh, you have to wait, hold on to your music for a certain date, or you have to, there's so many different factors in this industry. And it's kind of like, I really enjoy that perspective.
2: Oh, thank you. Well, you made a really good point about um, reconnecting. And I think this year was one of those few opportunities that we had the chance to reconnect to ourselves, because like you said, like there's so much happening in life you know, whatever part of the industry you're in, there's always people trying to tell you how you should sound, how you should dress, like what you should say, what you shouldn't say. And it and it can confuse you because then you think, well, if these people think I should do this, then maybe I should do this. But one thing that I've learned that I love to always like just talk with people and like remind myself especially, but reminding people that like, we know what's right for us. We know what sounds good to us. And really that when it comes to career, to creative outlet, like no one knows you better than yourself. And so I think it's, it's more of that process of, like you said, reconnecting to who you are. Cause we all have a very unique perspective and we all have a unique journey to take in life. And so owning that unapologetically and just embodying it in whatever way and it's not it goes way beyond music it goes through you know whatever kind of performance you're into maybe you're a teacher maybe you're an accountant like it it doesn't matter but it's like whatever feels good to you and resonates with you do that because life is short and you know we're we're here to create impact in our own way and so Connecting to what feels good to you and what allows your soul to sing is the greatest gift and the greatest thing that anyone can do with their life, I think.
1: Agreed. And I love the I love the way that you put that. So that your soul can sing. Cause it's like that's a very powerful statement. And like we put it earlier, wins and losses is. You should put yourself in that position where you can have a bit more wins because happiness is finite. There is highs and lows. So you should make the opportunity, take the opportunity to have as many of those wins as possible.
2: Yeah, and not be scared to look at the ugly parts of life because it's it's scary, but I see I see you nodding, you're like, yep. Like it's like it's scary, but when you Kind of go to those places, it because it, fear, fear is one thing that I know has held me back in the past, and I think it, it's a very universal, it's a very real feeling. But if we can take a moment to just embody the whole gift of life and the whole gift of being here and being able to take every experience as a learning time then just like think of how much more compassion we can all have, more empathy, more kindness. And that's really, I think what we, and it's just it's just my opinion, like I'm just one person at the same time, but it's like, I think if we treat others with kindness and compassion and empathy, that can have a ripple effect to to a larger group of people
1: absolutely try and be the change you wish to see in the world sort of that golden rule uh, ideal right
2: yeah i think so and then just knowing that it's probably not going to end up that way but having the at least the the intention like you said to just treat others the way that you want to be treated and not have any expectation because everyone's going everyone's going through and everyone's growing up which is I think the the universal message that ties into the the new song.
1: Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I want to get through one song before we get to the new song itself. And we speak about having compassion. We speak about caring for your fellow human being. And a song that you released in 2020 that I really very much enjoyed was Glorious Disaster. And I love the lyrics behind it and the energy behind it. And then when you look into like what the song's actually about with Nashville itself, where you yourself are located, having been through the tornadoes and then last year with COVID and everything else. So take us behind this song and trying to capture all of this emotion.
2: Oh, they, well, thank you. That's very kind of you to say. Um, yeah, I, I wrote this song with Joe Ernwine here in Nashville. and. It's, it also ties into the conversation we were having earlier that there, there's, you know, both sides to the coin in life and, and really taking the glory with the disaster that it's like everything in life has two sides to it. And, and that, you know, just seeing it all as, as one experience and through that um the song just now it was one of those moments where we were sitting at we were sitting in in the writing room and we were playing the piano and kind of like throwing ideas out and then just the idea of like oh like glorious disaster like it's two opposites that somehow complement each other as well and it, it embodies the the messiness of everything from like Trying to go after your dreams in life to falling in love to like, you know, wanting to create a legacy for yourself to wanting to just live your life. And so that song was one of those rare moments when, when you're sitting there and you have this idea and the, the song's being written and you're, you're there for observation. Like you're, you're there and you're writing it down, but you're not necessarily writing the song. Like there, there's a, energy and and a a muse so to speak that that was present that day and then it just felt right to release it as a piano vocal and I I may re-record it and and get it you know properly produced but with this song it just felt like the right time to have it with just this very acoustic intimate honest feeling to it
1: I think that Part of why I really enjoy it and why, like, I think that it connects with the ideal is just the rawness of the song itself. Because, like you say, with disasters and like sometimes you need lows in order to appreciate the highs. Because if all we have is highs, how do we understand what good moments are? And how do we like delineate the difference between the two of them? And then it sort of too is like, the rawness of a storm where there's so much terror, there's so much otherwise. But at the exact same time, there's almost like a beauty to watching a storm where some people will watch like thunder and lightning. And you have people who literally chase tornadoes because there is a beauty to watching this sort of a thing going around. And once again, there is disaster that comes through it, but it sort of helps you to appreciate the times that there is, like you know, peace, right?
2: Absolutely, and and even to add to that too, um, being in a in a city where this was the first time I had experienced a tornado. Like, there, there's been tornado warnings, but I've never experienced something like that. Growing up on the west coast of Canada, there's no there's no tornadoes there, and so. Through this destruction that I saw, there was such a beauty to the community of this town and of this county and, and of the state itself of people out with chainsaws, like, you know, cutting trees down, bringing food supplies and, and being a part of that was was really beautiful to see, like, even through destruction, even through all like houses torn down and roofs thrown off, like people were showing up and, and we were showing up and helping in any way we could, even if it was just bringing lunch and water bottles to an elderly couple that, you know, had no power. And so being able to be a part of that and observe, you know, the, the kindness of humans and the community in this town was really beautiful in that there, there is the ability to rebuild and, and and regrow from something that was just not, it was just awful. But there was still a blessing and still people coming together to try to help. Mm
1: -hmm. Yeah, that idea of community coming together. And it's, you say like, as simple as a water bottle and a sandwich, but for somebody who has so many worries going on that just like little peace of mind is like, okay, well, I don't have to solve lunch. I don't have to solve lunch today. So, at least, like, that's one problem off of my plate. Like, it doesn't seem like much, but like, that's a lot.
2: (laughs) Yeah, absolutely.
1: Awesome. Awesome. So, we rebuild, we move forward. And of course, you move forward as an artist. And you mentioned earlier connecting with one, Joni Delorier. And you have also connected with Reluctant Cowboy music going forward here for your next single. So what has it been like to connect with the team there at Reluctant Cowboy and sort of take us into how that leads into this uh, this new single, Growing Up?
2: Absolutely. Troy and Joni are awesome, awesome human beings. And Joni and I had plans to write in Nashville during one of her trips, but then when the pandemic hit, everything got canceled. So we decided, Hey, let's, let's try writing on zoom because that was the only way that we could stay creative. And, uh, we had known each other through mutual friends and had seen each other at different events, um, over the years, but hadn't had the chance to actually sit down and write. And so when we sat down for the first time, uh, we, instantly hit it off on like our love of food, our love of music, like the same artists and songwriters. We we just had a lot in common. And so uh our our friendship and our writing relationship started from a place of just writing writing songs that feel good and that say something and that are honest and are exactly that. Just pure honesty and and with the intention of storytelling, and so when we wrote "Growing Up," we fit, it was another one of those songs that it was like I kind of had this idea, and and Joni just has this amazing talent about her and heart and and kindness, and so we were just really able to fully embody this universal message of growing up that you know we all. Just we all grow up and we don't stop growing up, and that that that's a a very real thing that happens throughout our entire lives. No matter if you're five years old, if you're 45, if you're 95, like we're all learning more about ourselves every day. And so we'd written that song and then have continued writing as well. And then Troy heard growing up and and then had reached out and said, "Hey, do you want to?" would like, do you want to release something together? And I was like, heck yes, like, let's, let's do it. And then, so growing up was born and it's, and it was just released into the world. And, um, and I'm very proud of the song that we've written and how it turned out and that people are enjoying it. And I may, I'm playing it live. People are listening to it online and it feels really good.
1: Oh, awesome. And once again, I love that it sort of brings it back to that idea that we mentioned earlier of growing up as a human being and as a songwriter. And sometimes as human beings, when you're 18, you think you know so much about the world. And like, uh I've, uh I've already got this in my pocket. I've got 18 years of life in my experience. What else could I possibly have to learn? And, like, even as children, we grow up thinking, like, our parents know everything, right? And then you grow up and you realize, okay, my parents are still learning in their 50s, their 60s, and, like, they were just, like, basically, like, they had me convinced, you know? Like, had us hoodwinked the whole time, right?
2: Yeah. Oh, absolutely. And I think it's, it's a, there's a freedom that comes with realizing that no one really knows what, like, no one knows what they're doing. No one knows what the right thing is to do. And so it's like, it, it, it just comes down to actually, well, I'll just say like growing up has been a very humbling experience because similar to what you said, you know, when you're 18, you think, oh, I'm done high school. Like, you know, just like clap my hands And, uh, I'm just going to ride out the next, however many years, you know, like 70, 80 years or whatever. And, and then you realize, oh, I don't know anything. And I, or I don't know what I don't know. And then you, and then you kind of go through this process of realizing that the work is never done. You know, the learning is never done. I had, when I was in college, I had a a theater professor who would say that and at twenty two I was like, I don't believe you. Like I don't. And then of course I, you know, I got hit with Saturn return at uh any of any of the people into astrology will know what I'm talking about. But yeah, when you hit kind of 27, 28, then you're like, oh, I don't know anything. And so I'm just gonna I'm just gonna take a minute and and realize that there is there is much to work on and much to learn and much to grow.
1: Mm -hmm. Still lots of watering to be done, still lots of growth to move forward. So you mentioned that 22-year-old in a university class. I mentioned an 18-year-old coming out of high school. So if you could give a message back to that younger AJ, what would sort of the what would that message be? What would be the main idea that you would try and tell your younger self?
2: Oh, that's a good. That's a really good question. Like, how much time do you have, really? <laughs> a, well,
1: Long well, no, form.
2: I'm, yeah, I mean, so that that is a really interesting question because you know, I've I've definitely had moments where I think back and it's like, man, if only I knew then what I know now. Like, imagine where I would be. But at the same time. I do believe that that things in our life happen at the moment when you're ready. So, you know, would I go back and tell myself, you know, you should do this or you should do that or don't listen to this person or, you know, fill fill in the blank of whatever that is. But at the same time, I probably wouldn't be who I am today. It's almost that like butterfly effect. um, And, you know, it's like, one small change can, can, you know, alter a whole trajectory. And I'm, I'm proud of, of, you know, all of the, the lessons that I've learned and, and, you know, continuing on this artistic journey and everything. So I, I don't think I would go back and tell my younger self anything only because of the lessons that I learned that I, I learned how to be grateful, and I, I've I've learned how to appreciate the present moment, and and really take in every moment as an experience and as a learning lesson. And I think that, but also I could be wrong. And I think knowing that, like maybe maybe something would have turned out differently. But also we are here, we are now, and embrace it.
1: Wow. Oh, I really, really enjoy that because I feel the exact same way as like.
2: Yeah. What would you what would you tell your your past self? Like, would, would you tell them anything?
1: No, it's like even though like every single low that I've been through, no matter what they were or how long they lasted or like how they affected me, it put me right here in this moment. And I am happy in this moment and I am proud of this moment of who I am. And it's like for anything to change the fact that like I can chase my dreams. I'm happy with all of it. I Honestly, I don't think it's the exact same thing where I don't think I could go back and tell myself something to change because I don't want to change who I am today. So
2: (laughs) I love that. Man, that's awesome. Yeah, that's it's true, though. It is absolutely true
1: hmm. it's It's a beautiful feeling, so I'm glad that you have uh reached this point of life where these lessons, this understanding, this time has taught you these uh very important pieces of life
2: Yes, absolutely well, even in like the first line of growing up, like one day you'll be the drunk girl in the bathroom and the next you'll be the one trying to be your friend like we've We may not have been the drunk girl in the bathroom, but but we we know her and we love her and you know i've definitely been her in the past and and you know maybe you've been the drunk guy in the bathroom or like whatever that is and and it's just that reminder that yeah you'll have a low one day but you know someone else will have that low the next day and that you never know what people are going through in their life
1: absolutely we're all just we're all just still growing up as you say
2: we are growing up
1: awesome, awesome. So I would like to know how do we grow into the future after the single? What does the rest of twenty twenty one hold for AJ?
2: Yes, well, that is also another really great question. Uh, I have a video that is gonna be coming out soon. I have a very talented illustrator named Marley Allen Ash who has animated a music video for Growing Up and so we are in the process of getting ready to release that probably in a in a month or two and then working on new music so i i had the gift of time this past year with no shows and really not a lot going on and so i have a number of songs that i've written that i'm getting excited to record and working towards releasing more music and more videos and more content that uh and i I, i'm not a fan of the word content but i think it's the only word that we can really use at least right now but just more uh more stuff more good stuff online to um that just supports everything that that we talked about today
1: More ways to connect, I think, is a nice way to put it, because I also hate the word content because it makes you feel like a machine. And it's like, yes, it's the music business. It's the music industry. But it's like, I'm not a business all the time. I am a human being, right?
2: Yes. More connection to let your soul sing.
1: Yes, exactly, as everybody should.
2: We combined the two the two ideas. I love that.
1: Awesome, awesome, <laughs> combining it together, and you've been able to combine the live music experience with your fans as well recently, which is uh, very exciting. So, what has it been like to get back on stage to present this new music to the listener?
2: It it has been like nothing else. It feels really good to be performing live again and. You know, there's so much uncertainty happening right now. And and so every day I get the opportunity to go on stage and just meet new people and sing songs and bring joy to them is a is a day fulfilled. And while I have live music, I'm also I also have a a Patreon that I've been doing personalized songs. And so for people who join as a music lover or a soul connect, they get a. a song that's personalized. So I reach out and figure out who or what they want the song to be about. And then I, I write, I record it and I include a dedication message. And so we started that with uh, Valentine's day and, and people really resonated with that. So I'm continuing that process. So while the on stage stuff is happening, I'm also building my community where I get to really know people who are a part of the Patreon and being able to give them something that they can then give to their loved one or to themselves or you know help them through a breakup or help them celebrate an anniversary or mother's day or whatever whatever it is that the that the person would like the song to be about mm-hmm. lovely
1: lovely sort of adding that extra elements to the fan like you said building that community because we talked about the importance of community and it definitely helps you to continue to go on to continue to grow so how long have you been doing the patreon and like what is it like to sort of like keep it going because like you say writing personal songs doing performance videos like a lot that you're giving to these people for like a pretty low low price so what is it like to balance all of it as well
2: yeah, it's, it's great. So if I, I do a monthly live stream where I, um, hop on a, on a private live stream with, with the page or with the patron, with my patrons. And, um, and I share three new songs that aren't released. So it's, it's a great way if you, you know, if people resonate with the kind of music that I'm releasing and, and, you know, what I'm about, it's another, another way to get to know songs that i'm working on songs that maybe i wrote years ago that i'm coming back to songs that i'm writing on my own um as well i'm releasing acoustic demos once a month where it, it, it feels very fulfilling because i get to share stories with with people that resonate with what it is that i love to do which is storytell and is connecting and building community and. Um, and so it's been it's been a great balance between performing live and songwriting and then just being able to give and share and enjoy getting to know people who are part of the Patreon. Ooh, well,
1: if anybody sounds interested in that, they should definitely go ahead and subscribe. And I have definitely had a blast getting to know you a bit better here getting to know some of these lessons that you have learned over the last couple of years so thank you so much aj for joining us here today on the desert tiger podcast
2: oh well thank you so much for having me i had so much fun today getting to know you
1: oh
0: ambush thank you for checking out this interview with aj as we dove behind her latest track growing up which you can find right now over on your favorite music streaming a service you can also find her track glorious disaster well you're there too and aj told you there's also more new music coming your way so you might as well follow aj on that favorite music streaming service and also over on social media so that you don't miss out on all the cool music all the amazing things that aj is going to be getting up to in the future here and with that we need to thank the person who helped set this interview up and we need to thank troy kokel from reluctant cowboy past guest of the podcast for helping with making this connection we need to thank german the audio wizard over at your for making everything sound so amazing And once again, we just need to thank you, The Ambush, for checking out this episode. If you have yet to join with The Ambush, what are you doing? Because it's so easy. It's as easy as subscribing to the podcast. Literally, that's it. Hit the button. You've joined The Ambush. Yeah, congratulations. And now that you're a member of The Ambush, you can also help the show grow by sharing this episode, giving us a five-star review. And by heading on over to DesertTigerMerch.com to cop yourself something to represent and support the show everywhere that you go. And the best part about it is looking at the web store is free. And if something catches your eye or interest from there, well, you know what to do. It's DesertTigerMerch.com. And now that we've said that, it's about time that we say our bye-byes. But not before we tell you to go and find your roar, your passion, and then let it out into the world and let them know just how wondrous, beautiful, and powerful you and your roar are because you are all three of these things and oh, so much more. And don't you forget that. And until next time, bye-bye amba. The Desert Tiger Podcast.